0: These are a summary of the latest national polls. What they show is former President Donald Trump defeating President Biden in a proposed matchup. The other day, Donald Trump took his show on the road to Iowa. There he appeared with Sean Hannity in a carefully choreographed town hall. It should be watched by every person who is fearful of Trump's return to office. It should be seen by every person who does not believe that those polls are real. When you watch the town hall, there are a couple of things that stand out. The first is, That is a crowd that is energized. That is a crowd that feels like it is on the winning team. They are laughing, they are having fun, they are being entertained and they are exuberant when Donald Trump says certain things out loud that he's going to do. What are those things that unite that audience into almost a level of ecstasy, a fervor? Well, when Donald Trump attacks China and does so without any regard for political niceties or political correctness or the boundary lines of woke dialogue. He calls COVID-19 the China virus, the Wuhan flu. Millions of Americans believe that's exactly what COVID-19 was. They saw their children's educations profoundly disrupted. They saw their educations and their mental health severely eroded. Millions of parents blame China for that. Certainly the crowd in Iowa does. Donald Trump savaged President Biden, and the crowd laughed. Trump diminished President Biden. He emasculated him. There was one vivid scene when Donald Trump imagines responding to President Biden's provocation and going out behind the proverbial barn for the old fist fight. This is how Donald Trump talked about the president of the United States from a stage. He suggested he could be blown over. They savaged the president's cognitive abilities. It was brutal. It was merciless. And the crowd's reaction to it was cruel. It was malicious. And there's more of it to come. The campaign ahead will be unrestrained. And there is a question at hand that deserves to be talked about out loud, because the severity of the crisis demands it. And it is the wrong thing to do to keep quiet about it. There is a deep and pervasive fear in Washington DC, in the green rooms, in the newsrooms, about the capacity to stand up successfully against Donald Trump by the president. The answer to the question is for President Biden to show the American people that he is ready for the fight. What that means is he must travel the country. It is time for him to stand up in the arena in the center of the town hall to engage with the American people and to talk about the brilliance of Americanism as an idea, as a principle. It's time for the president. To lead the charge in defense of the Constitution the peaceful transition of power, religious tolerance. There are millions of American Jews who are fearful, fearful in the United States because of their last name, because of their religious faith, because of the outburst of hate that only takes place for Jews in a weakening democracy because Jews are safe when democracy is healthy, but grow unsafe when it is not. It is time for the president to lead, to face down the candidate who is defeating him. Let's be clear about a great delusion the so-called momentum of nikki haley it's not real take dean phillips out of the equation marion williamson is performing better against joe biden than nikki haley is against donald trump you can read all about it in the nation In a brilliant article of John Nichols, who won't buy into the conventional wisdom, who won't buy in to the dangerous groupthink. Trump is going to be the nominee of the Republican Party, and there is no candidate on the Republican debate stage who will be able to disrupt that, who will be able to stop him. Every one of those candidates will get in line behind Donald Trump. Every one of them, except Chris Christie, will seek to be Donald Trump's vice presidential candidate. Now, there is something else that must be said. President Biden has said that he would not be running but for the fact that Donald Trump is running again. Let us understand something. That statement is untrue. In fact, it's a delusional statement. It now appears that President Biden's intention was to always run for a second term. That the promise to pass the torch to a new generation of American leaders were empty words. Now, the truth of the matter is, in 2020, President Biden very, very narrowly defeated Donald Trump, the worst president in American history. And it is almost certainly true that he was the only Democrat of national stature that was in a position to do so. But it is also certainly true. And it is evidenced by the scores and scores of anonymous quotes from anonymous White House staffers or anonymous DNC staffers or anonymous Biden campaign staffers that for years they have cheered Donald Trump on. What they have wanted is what they have said that they wanted out loud in writing and in word, that they wanted Donald Trump to be the Republican nominee because he was the easiest candidate for President Biden to defeat. But as it turns out, according to the polling in this moment, President Biden has gone from the only Democrat who could have beaten Donald Trump in 2020 to perhaps the only mainstream Democrat who could lose to him in 2024. And yet, the president says that he is in the race because Trump is in the race, even though his presence in the race may be the most expeditious route through which Donald Trump is able to achieve political power again. So there is a test at hand for the president who must demonstrate a readiness of purpose and intent and fortitude to take on Donald Trump. Donald Trump's campaign will be based on a smear that President Biden is suffering from dementia and a cognitive decline that has left him so impaired that he is not fit for the duties of the office. That is the Trump message. And the White House must respond to it. They must respond to it with force, not by telling the world that what Trump has said is cruel or unfair, but by demonstrating the president's capacity to campaign and to lay waste to the worst idea birthed on American soil since the Confederacy, which is Trumpism. It is an amalgam of fascist principles, self-interest, cynicism, religious fanaticism and business cynicism a conspiracy of the self-interested to make a buck at the expense of our future, at the expense of our liberty. This deserves fierce, defiant opposition. Americans have struggled, have suffered, have marched, have fought, have fled, have died, and have resisted every attempt of subjugation for over 200 years, Americans have fought and died so that all Americans may live in freedom. Americans are not a roll-over, push-over people who get in line and lay on their backs when government through the form of a tyrannical movement. The Trump movement comes to control them, to take away from them, to steal from them their birthright of freedom. Americanism is founded on concepts that include tolerance, freedom of conscience, speech, faith, worship, the right to live in peace and security and freedom. That is what the coming election is about. It must be articulated. We must find the North Star to guide us through the dark and the North Star is americanism the idea that we are all created equal endowed by a creator with inalienable rights and among them are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness these words must be made real again the constitution of the united states must be brought to life to change to reform to renew to rekindle faith in the country, but more than anything else, the American people must find their way to defiance at a time of absolute testing on the proposition of whether ordinary people will be able to continue to govern their affairs, to write their own history, or whether it will be taken by a cabal of ambitious men and women who do not care about freedom, only power, only control. The ability to make the argument in defense of Americanism is the singular issue at hand. The republic must be defended, and it will take all of us to do it.